everyone. Thanks again for tuning to Sin's Workshop. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I hope you can hear me. Uh, I'm just, I'm getting over a really bad cold, so I'm still super congested. Um, but in any case, today we're going to be talking about House of Marion by J.L. This is the first in a new series by this author. I did read her other a series. Um, gosh, what, Wings of Ebony, and I thought that that book was really good. Um she's really good i think at creating really good characters and that's something i really do appreciate from her as an author her female characters are very strong but they're very strong in a nice feminine way and she goes all in with that um in this book in particular um lately i've been noticing a trend with uh young adult writers when in order to make a female character strong they tend to give them a lot of masculine aspects or they make them very stubborn and argumentative i'm there is a time and place for that again i'm a mexican woman so i myself can be very stubborn and very argumentative i'm mexican it's part of the familia so <laughs> um I get that it's it, it's it's not like it's unrealistic, but I think that when it comes to reading, I don't think femininity should be viewed as a weakness. You know, I don't think that that's exactly teaching young girls that it's okay to be feminine. It's okay to be everything that's not masculine. You know, in order to hold and. You know, that's not to say, yes, you do have to be stubborn and argumentative sometimes in this world. But there is a time and a place for it. Um, and your feminine wiles, ooh, you can be so deceptively sweet with that to the point that it makes you dangerous. And that's what happens with this book, I feel like, with House of Marion. She, Quell is, you know, from the city. Her and her mother have been on the run repeatedly. And... In order to keep her mother safe and to keep her forbidden magic secret, she separates from her mother. She reunites with her long-lost grandmother and decides to go into this school. You know, it's a debutante secret society. And I love that, that it's a debutante secret society. You are seeing just how dangerous women are in ball gowns and dresses and you know, at their tea parties, it's all about teaching these women how to hide in plain sight so that their magic can be used to the fullest of their ability. They are pretty much wolves in a sheep's clothing. And that's something I really like. And that's one of the best things that I took away from this novel. That whole debutante society, it's a secret society like, well, we're hiding in plain sight. You know, we only accept, obviously, people with magical abilities, but it's a good cover for us. It's like, no one looks twice at a debutante, and they're right. They are so right. Like, you don't think that's like, oh, it's a debutante. You don't look twice at those girls, um, and you don't look twice at Quell either. That's how she's learning to hide. I think that that's really powerful 
for me because it's something different. You know, it's something that steps away from the cliches and really focuses on Quell developing her personality as well as her magic. She's always viewed this magic as kind of parasitic. And now all of a sudden, her magic is going to be her saving grace. I mean, she's going to turn the whole world upside down. And I love her journey because she comes from viewing her magic as a parasite to her accepting it and it becoming the best thing about her. She's embracing herself. She's embracing this part of herself that she was taught to hide and push down. But it's like, no, this is a part of me. I'm going to let it shine, even if it makes you cringe like she's like I don't care and I love that about her development for the storytelling I will say my only hiccup is I think there were some aspects of this debutante school that weren't clear um I often did find myself just a little bit confused especially because I'm not familiar with debutante balls and everything that goes into it so I was a little confused at times regarding I guess the formation of it I should say and the structure of the school there's also the slow burn romance between her and Jordan I think that could have been developed a little bit better um in my opinion it Jordan was just very unlikable for much of the story so I really just wanted a little bit more from him as a character I wanted more growth and development focused on their dynamic and you really don't get a lot of that you're just kind of supposed to accept like oh this is an enemies to lovers kind of romance except i didn't really feel like it was an enemies to lovers romance it just felt like well he's kind of a dick and forced proximity forced proximity plays a part in their relationship but he doesn't really grow a lot as a character, which was quite unfortunate for me, and that's a little bit of my hiccup. But, you know, overall, ultimately, I did love the story. I thought it was really engaging. I loved the pacing. That plot twist at the end caught me off guard. I did not see that coming. So, I'm really excited to see where the story is going to go and how, now that we're out of the school, how, what's going to happen next? Like, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen next. So, ultimately, I do have to give the book four out of five stars, some hiccups here and there, but ultimately, it was captivating. So, again, four to five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase, I will include links in the description on where you can purchase the book. And on that note, I hope you will like the podcast, subscribe to it, and share with all your book-loving friends. And as always, you guys, happy reading.